Hello listeners, and thanks for joining us for this edition of Corona Chronicles. If you're interested in learning more about the ways that our community is adapting in the midst of the coronavirus crisis, you're in the right place. It's your chance to better understand how the news about this pandemic may affect you and your life. You may even learn about the ways you can contribute to the greater good, and it only takes a few minutes of your time. Throughout the coronavirus pandemic, a lot of information has been thrown around. Some of it true, some of it false. Dr. Kelly Kennison created a Facebook group that serves as a hub of scientific information during this time. In today's edition of Corona Chronicles, reporter Reed Van Cott introduces us to Dr. Kennison to discuss the Facebook group over Zoom. I'm here with Dr. Kelly Kinnison. Dr. Kinnison is a clinical assistant professor at the Arnold School of Public Health at the University of South Carolina. Uh, we're here to discuss a new program that she's involved with that comes out of the COVID health crisis. Welcome, Dr. Kinnison. Thanks for coming. Um, can you tell me first about your career? So I worked um, in the, I worked my entire public health career really in South Carolina um, with the state health department and other organizations. I still am working in the field primarily doing program evaluation for public health programs. Um, so that's, that's my practice part of my work. Um, and then uh, I teach public health courses. And so that's, a li- I guess, probably most interesting now thinking about um, the pandemic, I actually worked in for DHEC um, at the beginning the HIV AIDS epidemic and was the director of HIV AIDS education in the state um, and oversaw a statewide program at the very beginning of the epidemic. So I think that experience has really served me well during this COVID-19 pandemic. Um, because I have a real understanding of surveillance, the surveillance-related um, issues, um, as well as the need um, to have people change their behavior, um, risk communication. Um, just I think that really gave me a strong foundation, enhanced by continued education and, and learning throughout those 30-plus years. So kind of going off that, uh, with the, some of the issues and the experience that you talked about having, uh, can you talk a little bit about the Facebook project, uh, what it is, and how the whole thing got started? Sure. So a group of us um, were working together, um, and this is five um, public health professionals um, from a variety of places. We, our connection really is Arnold School of Public Health, but we, we have different, you, we were working on different things, but in our free time, um, we were trying to get the um, governor to issue a shelter-in-place order or you know, to kind of lock everything down down um, so that we could reduce spread of the virus of COVID-19. And so we thought, well, maybe we could get a a petition together. Um, And so we explored some different options for developing a petition. And we thought, gosh, if we could get a a thousand signatures on a petition, maybe that would help help influence his decision making. So we thought, well, a Facebook group could possibly be a proxy or a substitute for a petition um, because we wanted this was a bipartisan group I mean we wanted we were we wanted to involve both Republicans and Democrats Um, we did not want this to to be a partisan issue um, because we don't think it's a partisan issue 
Um, so we start, we, I mean, honestly, um, we had very little experience. Most of us had, we're on Facebook, but we didn't really have much experience with Facebook, but we started, we pulled some folks in and we started a group and we started adding members. Um, and <laughs> it soon grew out of control. We currently have almost 30,000 members in our Facebook group. Um, and once we got the, um, once the governor did move forward with shelter in place, um, we realized that these folks still needed, um, there were still advocacy opportunities um, related to COVID-19. There was still a need for education. Um, we know that this, epi the, this pandemic will be you know, affecting our lives for a good while. So we thought, now that we're here, we better learn <laughs> how to manage this kind of a group and, and how to develop content and, you know, and advocacy messages and get them out there but it is ironic that we started um, we wanted a petition maybe a thousand people and now we have 30,000. So I was wondering with all the misinformation what's the most common thing that you've seen? Well I think probably one of the things that um, that leads to a lot of the misunderstandings kind of a root cause is that during a pandemic, um, we are learning from science in real time, and as we learn more, things change. So I think the face mask, you know, the um, face coverings or mask, um, I think that guidance has changed, and that has been really confusing for people. Um, at first, I think the biggest concern was because there was not enough PPE or personal protective equipment for healthcare, they really didn't want, um, you know, people in the community taking those supplies from healthcare. So they said, and there wasn't the evidence that, that wearing a mask, you know, just a mask that wasn't that a PPE would help. Um, but then um, as, you know, as time goes on, and this will continue um, as long as we have COVID-19, which is probably for a very long time, um, we are learning more. So the recommendations from the CDC changed on the face mask. Um, so that, um, and what we know is that if, if people are going to be closer than six feet apart, or maybe even 10 feet, they really, if both are wearing face coverings, um, you can reduce the risk of transmission. So I was a bit curious, what's the end goal with this project? What are you guys hoping to accomplish with this? I think that, I mean, it certainly has evolved and it's probably continuing to evolve. It, it seems that we are a trusted source of information, of science-based information um, for COVID-19 and related information. Um, I think I also see a social support aspect. You know, the group members support each other. Oftentimes somebody will say, well, what are you thinking about this? Or, you know, would you do this? And, and people chime in. So I think that continuing to provide science-based information because we know it will evolve um, and the social support. And as advocacy issues come up, um, you know, and we identify them, we can engage um, our members in advocacy. One of the things we've done the last couple weeks is asked members to really encourage businesses to use social safe social distancing practices to, you know, encourage or require um, 
their, their employees and customers to use face coverings because we know that can help. So, um, so I think it'll evolve even more. Um, it's hard to say, there's just so much unknown, but for now, I think that providing the science-based information, um, advocating for, pol for policies that will keep South Carolinians safe, and then supporting each other um, as we go through this difficult time. Those are our three primary goals at this point. You can find Dr. Kinson's Facebook page on Facebook, and the page title is South Carolinians Reducing the Spread and Impact of COVID-19. For the Corona Chronicles, this has been Reed Vancott. Corona Chronicles provides in-depth coverage of news and issues in our community and is designed to serve the public interest. It's produced through a partnership between USC's Honors College, the School of Journalism and Mass Communications, and the Garnet Media Group. For a full transcript of today's episode, go to www.garnetmedia.org and look for Corona Chronicles. Thanks for joining us. And before we sign off, here's a message for you. Thinking about grabbing a bite at your favorite lunch spot? It may be getting easier for you, but for many residents in Richland County, that's not a choice on their menu. Meals on Wheels serves people who can't access food, and COVID-19 has doubled demand. You can help by driving or packing food. Find out how to safely serve at MealsOnWheelsAmerica.org. Hashtag I Pledge Columbia. Hello, Meals on Wheels.